Hello, and welcome in to The Sad Fan, where we talk about the good, the bad, and everything that made you sad from the previous week. And we have a busy show for you this week. I am your host, Brandon Fry, as always, joined by my co-host, Wesley Watkins, and our amazing producer, Taylor Stone. Hello. Uh, so, as we get into this week, you can hear my voice is a little bit off. I, I know I put in the captions of last week's episode, uh, we all get sick, okay? Give us a break. Uh, so leading you a little bit, Taylor, what made you sad this last week? Yeah, uh, your girl got got. The COVID monster. Yep. <laughs> it is my first time. I made it this far. <laughs> I'm, I mean, I'm grateful because I definitely feel like I got a less, uh, you know, severe variant. Uh, I got... I tested positive over a week ago at this point, so I'm fine now, but it was a rough week. <laughs> Did you have to yeah. wait to get your second shot then? Because when we went to get our boosters, they were like, you can't ha get it if you've gotten COVID within like X amount of time. And he got it when we thought everyone was still going to die. I sent him a gift basket because I was <laughs> like, man, I want him to remember that I loved him. <laughs> yeah, right. So, so, so that was awful. Obviously, I got the flu, uh, not COVID, but it's, it's definitely impacted my everyday life last week um, and my voice leading into this week. But we're getting over it. Taylor Taylor sounds amazing. I still sound like I'm I was gonna being say, choked by... I don't have to... I feel like you don't have to make your disease seem lesser because you didn't get COVID. If anything, like, <laughs> I got sick in the beginning of the school year. It was not COVID. I, I did get tested and was did not test positive for COVID. And that was way worse than this past week. Yeah. Yeah, the flu definitely put me in bed for a full day, like a an entire day. I and I'm not talking like, oh, I'm sick in bed watching you. I'm talking like I was passed out, dying in my bed for like a full 24 hours before I could get up. Like the TV was off, the shades were drawn. It was the end of days. Yeah, I don't feel like mine was nearly as bad. I think the worst of it was I had a sore throat and I was really bored a lot of the time because I couldn't do anything. It gets us all eventually, I guess. I guess it's inescapable in today's society. Um, but we still have our festivals. We still had a big 4th of July kickoff. And uh, that leads me to what made me sad. It made me sad that somebody tried to protest in the middle of Nation's hot dog eating contest. And Joey Chestnut, our champion, now 13-time champion. Uh, so I guess it also makes me happy. Body the guy dressed like Darth Vader, totally like choked him out from around his neck. I don't know where Joey Chestnut trains, but get him in that octagon immediately because he threw him down with with effortless uh, style and then immediately continued to eat hot dogs and then won. Because it's not like this happened at the end of him winning and he's the champion again. Right in the middle of him shoving multiple hot dogs down his gullet as his throat is swollen with glory. He chokes the guy out, throws him to the ground, security jumps on him, and Joey Chestnut continues to just throw down dogs. So 
It made me sad, but it also made me happy to see that we do still have a great American champion in Joey Chestnut eating hot dogs on the 4th of July. Do you know? Uh, do you know what the 75 this year, I think. Well, I don't know, Taylor. I've tried to watch that video probably 15, 20 times. I've tried to pause it and zoom into the sign. I don't know. I don't know what he's protesting. Uh, I think now he's going to protest getting abused by Joey Chestnut. So I'm looking at this article and it says the 37 year old gobbled down 63 hot dogs, which sounds absurd to us. But then it goes on to say in 10 minutes, a far cry from the record 76 he devoured last year. So it was last year I was thinking of. Oh, my God. To be fair, he got interrupted, you know? Yeah. He probably it was was a brief interruption by an animal rights protester. So I'm guessing they're eating animals. That was probably what he was protesting. I I wonder if it's the treatment of the animals they're eating. Go ahead, Wes. (laughs) Timberwolves. She's, and one super glued herself to the court. What? It's insane. <laughs> that just sounds really dangerous and unsafe and painful. Yo, I I accidentally super glued my eye shut for a Halloween costume I was building. And that was insane. So apparently she's never suffered through having to do like paint thinner on a washcloth no, no, to no, get no, the no, super no, glue no. out of your eyes. No, um, no, no, no. You don't understand. Okay. These, these... These are not real. There's a lot of yeah. glue all up on these hands as a result of these nails. It's the same thing as like super glue, pretty much. And when you go to put the tips on, you get glue all over your freaking hands and you're like gluing your fingers together. Just pulling that apart alone is enough to tell <laughs> me that this was a horrible, horrible plan that did not end well. Taylor is like, girl, we're out here in these streets. You know how this feels. What are you doing? <laughs> no. I have to I think know how this ended. Yeah, I think it paused the game. I think it paused the game for like 15 minutes because they had to like get her off the court. Like the jaws of life to end your protest. <laughs> Dude, did you see how they cheered when the girl went to storm the court and the security guard like teed her up? Like like he had her lined up and she went to storm the court and he nailed her before she could get there. The thing that baffles me is like in, in, in these people's minds, I, I think that they're going from the perspective of any publicity, any publicity is good publicity. So at least I'm bringing awareness to whatever it is. But in my mind, you are bringing awareness to something that you care about, but you're making everybody think that you are a lunatic in doing so. And I don't think that helps your cause in any way. Like Jay and Silent Bob. No, like Jay and Silent Bob. Remember Jay and Silent Bob with the, the it's we're doing it for the sheep, but they're actually like rob, jewel robbers or bank robbers. <laughs> And they get him to say, I'm not going to say it, but like Shot William Scott, I am the master of the. Yeah, <laughs> the yeah. Animal rights. So, um, 
I'm with yeah. that. I'm with it. It, it just... doesn't make a ton of sense, but it is what it is. I, I don't know if we're, I, I hope we can get past it someday, but I mean, I'm not, I'm not going to ever become a, a, a vegetarian. I'll eat less meat, but I'm not, I'm not, I'm sorry, guys. Like I eat, I like hot dogs. I'm not going to eat a billion of them. Cause I read that one hot dog takes two years off your life, but like every once in a while I might give up two years for a delicious treat. <laughs> You're like, let me help out. Let me let me remedy this situation by eating more. <laughs> so, Wes, what made you sad? What had you in the dumps? Yeah. Yeah. The granddaddy of them all. So... (laughs) For my novice brain, uh, Big Ten implies there are ten teams. Does that mean two other teams get taken out, or are there more teams than that? Mm-hmm. I don't know that that's when it when it became a money grab. I think it's when television contracts came into play when we started to seeing the the money that was in these television. Yeah. Is that why you said you hate Fox right now? <laughs> gotcha. Yeah. Is it like a money thing because of the teams that they will then be playing in the other division? You have to think about how many viewers are in an area, Taylor. Like, how many people, how many eyeballs can we get on a screen? Right. Well, that's. Mm hmm. And your tuition still goes up every year.
Ta- that's weird Taylor, to what me. were you gonna ask? Well, no, that's just I'm trying to I'm trying to figure this out because okay, so like the NFL is its own one entity. All the teams play for that. They have divisions within that, which kind of dictate who's playing what teams. But it's just kind of like an organizational situation where it's like everybody kind of has to play. So we have to figure out who's going to play who. And that's kind of where that stems from. And that's kind of what I thought college football was like, where you have these divisions, you figure out people play in their divisions. Like the NHL has divisions and you play only your teams in your divisions until, you know, you move outside of that as like championship games come and stuff. So so what I will say to that Taylor is, is, is those are major leagues, right? And, and, and West still had this, this very beautiful, cute, picture of college football of the pageantry and the rivalries mattering and the truth is (laughs) the the truth is all these commissioners of all these schools and this goes out to all you students that are getting overcharged the only way to stop getting overcharged is to attack the university by either protesting going on strike or just not attending these universities because trust me they they have endowments they have trust they don't need your money they're charging you more and more every year for no reason. It's all capitalism. Not that I hate capitalism, but I'm letting you know the only way to fight it is stop going or protest it. Because obviously, like Wes just said, they're about to make 80 millions just off 80 millions, Jesus, 80 million off just one sport per team. Okay. So it's it, it's been about the money. It's it's it was a free labor system for uh, a free minor league system, pardon me, for the NFL for a long time, right? They don't have to pay these college players. And now they're kind of like Scrooge McDuck just throwing around gold coins. They're just making it rain like it's Magic City in the NCAA. Money is flying everywhere into these players' pockets. And uh, someone said something funny, I think, uh, in our meeting, and that I think it was Taylor saying, why don't they just have a draft and every year, whatever teams get pulled out of a hat, they go to those conferences and that's how the conferences light up. Right. And if there wasn't so much money tied up, I would love that idea. I'd be like, well, so- looks like I'm in Alabama's conferences this year, so I'm not winning. But essentially what we've gotten out of college football now is uh, super conferences and free agency. Right, Wes? Yeah. Do the teams ever play outside of their division then? Or is this like no use only play for... USC Notre Dame but that's just like a fun kind of like toss away game it yeah but it doesn't count towards like you winning your the championship of your division or anything does it right see that's the thing that's interesting to me I didn't realize that but but let's be real, Wes. Like, 
the conference winners don't really matter in the eyes of the playoff committee anymore. Like the playoff committee doesn't give a fuck about anything. Oh, I didn't mean to curse. Sorry. Uh, but Alabama is Alabama is definitely going to get in with three losses one year and everybody's going to lose their mind. Like every, including me, I'm going to lose my mind. Cause I'm gonna be like, stop inviting the empire into the college football play. I'm tired of this. Right. And then we're all going to uh, piss and moan when they win it inevitably with three losses. And, and you know what the conversation is going to be the next day? Cause we're dumb sports radio. Well, should they have even been there with three losses? Like, and then, then somebody's going to come back with, apparently they won the whole thing. Like, and I'm just going to be like, shut the hell up. Like, so, so, so it's never been about your conference. It's been about who they like more. So this is really just money. Yeah. Yeah, we call it a cupcake match. Go ahead, Taylor. That's fascinating to me. <laughs> That's so fascinating to me. It's just also funny because if you have you know, one conference that's sucking up all the teams, eventually it's just one entity anyway, and then you have to split it up regardless once it happens. I'm also just surprised. Yeah. Well, I'm also just yeah. They're gonna ruin. I'm, I'm they're all... gonna ruin the 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 play of the non Power Five conferences that could make it. Like the Cincinnati's are gonna die, right? The Hawaii's are gone. The Utah's are well. Utah's in the pack now, but those teams, Boise State, pardon me, those teams are gone now, right? If they go to two super conferences. I'm also Ooh. just surprised there's no like overall encompassing like college championship much like there is a super bowl championship where okay but the playoff is run by a playoff committee it's not necessarily like there's not i don't want to say there's not real merit but there's not real merit it's it's 12 people in a room i almost said 12 guys but i think there's one lady uh 12 guys in a room uh and so 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 there's 12 people in a room that just say you know what i think these four teams were the best teams let's put them in okay see okay that's my point though it's not like the normal nfl where you have your divisions they play games the best people in that division move on to like the conference championships and then so on until you get to the finals and then you're like oh this is the best football team that we have in the country that's you don't really get that same situation with college. I think that's so interesting. How do you? We hope. I mean, if the committee no had it their way, it'd be SEC champion, SEC runner up, SEC third plate. <laughs> eyeball test <laughs> but that's yeah again like you're you're kind of just choosing this conference is generally the best conference so let's pick them 
that's not like a statistical way to be like oh you've won these games you've won these conference you know titles that's how you won the championship you know which is what it should be and and that's what a lot of fans have clamored for they've said like just put in the division the, the conference champions into the playoffs stop stop making the, why do we need a committee if we just did it this way there wouldn't be a committee and in honestly we shouldn't need a committee it's the dumbest thing i've ever heard it, it's it's as again, dumb as the bcs how many but again, how many of these, you know, conferences are there? I feel like there's got to be a lot more than there so are. There's a power the five. There's a power five. And then there's a bunch of uh, uh, smaller conferences out there that sometimes will pr- put out a really good team that has a shot. And what we proposed instead of a four team playoff was a six team. But again, coming back to money. ESPN's bid won for the college football playoff. ESPN wanted the college football playoff for monetary reasons, right? So right now we're locked into a contract for the college football playoff that only allows four teams. But a lot of the fans and a lot of uh, the commentators and people that know the sport, they were they were already clamoring for a six-team playoff, right? Five conference champions, one wild card. But that's not what we got. And I love how they argued in, in, on behalf of the four-team playoff to, to not just completely remove the veil of, this is all about money, to completely not get rid of that. They go, well, you know, the students are in school, and now we have UCLA flying to Ohio State or to Rutgers, which is in the Big Ten, by the way. Rutgers is in the Big Ten. So, so they're going to be flying from UCLA to New York. So your argument is bullshit, and we can see through it. Uh, but, but yeah, that's kind of what they did. Taylor is, is they said, well, these students have schedules and they have classes and we care so much about that. Uh, don't look at all the money behind the curtain that they bring in. Don't look here. And it's, 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 it's all been ridiculously about money. I'm, I am hoping that some good comes out of this, um, super conferences and that is maybe we'll get a legit playoff that doesn't have a bunch of people that were paying to do nothing but scratch their nuts and be like well i really like alabama this year yeah phil when do you not like alabama idiot let's look at other teams you know Yeah, let's get to the real root of this issue with us let's it's not the pageantry it's not the rivals it's I'm an Oregon fan, and I feel left out. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. So does Rival Week still exist now? Rivalry Week, you think it's still going to exist? Like, because I'm thinking like now they're going to have to schedule like Oregon. And I, I apologize, I don't want to get you off your tangent because I know you love your Ducks. But but when you said Oregon, Oregon or Oregon State, Washington State, it reminded me of. But okay, pardon me, pardon me. Okay, fine. You think that'll be the new one then? It'll be Oregon, Washington. now 
Taylor, do you remember who Uncle Phil is? The night. I just remember a couple weeks ago when we were talking about, yeah, I just remember a couple weeks ago when we were talking about this, Taylor gave us a look like, when did Will Smith's uncle become an owner of a college football team? <laughs> Yo, their track team is like the, is like the, the best and most outfitted track team in the world, right? Like even more than most of our Olympic teams. Oregon's track team is gets a ton of recruits because Phil Knight puts so much money into track and field. Yeah. Well, speaking of sponsorships, uh, not to pull away from this riveting subject, but I'm sure we're going to be talking about this all season, right? Because college football is right around the corner. Like I said last time, uh, it's, it's coming, folks. It's coming quick. It's coming fast and furious, and they do not want to be out of the news. But neither does one of my favorite TV show, The Boys, and you might be asking, how does this tie into everything? Well, they offered Kevin Durant a spot on The Seven. They <laughs> invited him via Twitter to come join The Seven. Now, I really want to get into uh, Kevin Durant, but what do we think about The Boys and The Vot transcending the TV show into a world where it's a real thing? Go ahead, Taylor. <laughs> really? Okay. I I loved it because uh, I I showed it to Wes. I don't think I put it in our uh, work chat, but uh, they released this statement on behalf of Homelander. Vought released a statement on behalf of Homelander, stating that the actions of Starlight were were not condoned by Vought and were taken at her own volition. And it's like a full page statement they released on Twitter. Like it's a real thing. It was amazing. Yeah. And, and, and inviting Kevin Durant to join the seven is just that, right? It's, it's mixing the, their dimension with our dimension and saying, Hey, let's make a super dimension. <laughs> They'd be real assholes.
Yeah. I don't want to. Yeah. <laughs> Go ahead, Wes. AOC. <laughs> they, they've been doing it with everybody, and I know neither one of you have finished the series yet, but let's just say they, they take the sheets all the way off the bed in the very final episode, so I can't wait for you guys to see it because they really leaned into a, a, a landmark event in the United States that, that occurred, and... And they don't make they don't want you to think, hey, we're not talking about this because they legitimately copy characters that were at this event and they're in full uniform. And I was like, I was pointed out to my wife. I was like, look, look, there it is. Look, that's that person from that event. So I'm not going to ruin it for you guys. But in the in the finale, they they were like, you know what? Screw it. This is who we're talking about. All you Trumpian people. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Taylor, before we move off this, did you catch the taco salad thing that happened? These are the best taco salads in the whole city are served at Vought Tower. <laughs> yeah, <he's, laughs> these are the best. I, I paused it for Anna and I was like, they're totally making fun of Trump during the 2016 elections because he literally has a picture. The best time. I love my Latinos. The best taco salads in all of New York are made right here at Trump Tower. <laughs> and he did it. And I just lost it. I was like, oh, my God. So. Yeah, I, I loved it. I want to do a side by side on Twitter. So fans, if you if you connect with us on Twitter, we'll give away those links at the end of the show. Um, it's I want to put them. I'm going to put them side by side. The Trump taco salad tweet, and I'm going to put Anthony Starr with the taco salad. I'm going to put so which tower has the best taco salads? <laughs> so yeah, that was fantastic. I I want to. Yeah, I want to. Let's do it. You know what? Let's 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 ask people in the YouTube comments, and then I'll put up a poll on Twitter. Because um, I don't think I'm spoiling anything. That episode was towards. Go ahead. Absolutely. I. I, I... So, taco salads aside, <laughs> what do we think? Kevin Durant's actually going to do and Wes do you think he, he is kind of crying out doing his little temper tantrum for attention because the Warriors won that championship without him yeah 
You, you think he misses having teammates that actually play? Because Kyrie Irving has turned into the best player I've never seen. <laughs> I think so, too. You hate Kevin Durant now because the Trailblazers drafted Greg Oden? You just can't even bring yourself to talk... <laughs> All right. Fair enough. Fair enough. I, I love touching on the subjects that you hate so much you don't even want to talk about. And then you're like, no, I don't even care. I don't even care. Clearly caring about everything. Because everything you mentioned has to do with trailblazers not doing what you want. Because you could have had Katie and Damian Lillard in their primes at the same time. And the Seattle Sonics moving to Oklahoma City. But we'll leave it alone. Sam Bowie. Starting with Sam, this, the curse of Sam Bowie. That should be the Portland Trailblazers. <laughs> that should be their mantra or their curse, right? The Cubs got the curse of the goat. The Red Sox got had their curse. And the curse of Sam Bowie is the Portland Trailblazers curse. <laughs> so moving into the NFL, we haven't had a lot to talk about. But one thing I'm really excited about, one thing that I think all sports are going to move into is the NFL is now going to look at Sunday ticket on a streaming platform. And Roger Goodell came out in reports last week and said he says he sees for sure Sunday ticket moving to a streaming platform in 2023. I think this is where we're going anyway. I think this is the future of live sports. What do you what do you think? What are your thoughts on that? Because I, I don't I think this is inevitable like Thanos. Yeah. Yeah. Mm hmm. So, so that's the cool thing is they will have a streaming platform this year. But it's only going to stream the games because remember, again, it's all about money. It's all about money. So they have these television contracts. So on the NFL streaming network, they're only going to show the games in the local area that you're in with the app. It's a total dick move. But um, it's because they're monetizing Sunday Ticket and DirecTV owns Sunday Ticket through this year. So we're still not going to be able to stream all the games yet, Taylor, until next year. And then, yes, yes is the answer. We will be able to stream all the games. Yeah, absolutely.
Yeah, I mean, and and that's the that's the thing. Cable's getting cut anyway in a lot of places, but the the companies that are leading the way for Sunday Ticket, uh, which is basically what Sunday Ticket is, is you can choose all the games, Taylor. Like any game you want to watch, they're all available to you. If you have multi-screen, you could put on a different game on every screen, or you could have screen within a screen and have two games going at once. Um, so it's it's basically a pass to watch your game, even if it's blacked out, right? And there are certain games that will be black, especially me as a Raider fan with Oakland. Oakland never sold out the stadium. They never sold out network uh, network when it was network. And I never got to watch their game without, like Wes said, going to a bar or something. And they're they're even though they're one of the most popular teams in the whole world, regionally, if you don't sell out, they don't broadcast your game. Right. And they were also big losers. They were also big losers for a long time. So they're not going to put a, a, a team that's a losing team on a major broadcast. So the only way to watch those games would be to stream it on a Sunday ticket. But like Wes said, I don't have satellite, especially when I was living in the dorms in the air force, right? There's no, I I couldn't get Sunday ticket. There was no way. So now with it going to a stream, it's kind of what I want. I've always wanted this, like put it on a Netflix, put it on a Disney plus, put it on an Amazon prime. At least I can, I'll take my money, take it. I want to watch all the games, but because it's on direct TV, like Wes said, it's just not, it's not feasible. It's not, it's not something I'm going to do. Yeah, it's gone. And, and that's not the only thing, by the way, that was keeping the NFL in the news. Zach Wilson. Uh, apparently Zach Wilson's friend's mom has got it going on <laughs> because, um, I don't know. Actually, have you guys heard this story yet? Have you guys heard what's going on with Zach Wilson? So his his uh, college girlfriend and himself broke up, and in you know prime Gen Z form on social media, she put out all of Zach Wilson's business. And in Zach Wilson's religion, uh, he is Mormon, by the way. Went to BYU, second overall pick in last year's draft. He is not supposed to do certain things. So his girlfriend, his ex-girlfriend, puts everything out there, including that he may have slept with one of his mom's best friends. And this led to a slew of memes. A slew of memes, and they're fantastic. And, and really quick, before my dumb man penis brain says the wrong thing, Taylor, what are some subjects that I can't touch on this? Because I kind of want to give him a high five. <laughs> You know what, buddy? (laughs) I think actually in the codes of Mormonism, because like I'm nothing against Mormons. It's just like a a religion I don't understand. I think it actually says in one of their Ten Commandments, don't sleep with your mom's friends. But I'm not sure. Don't quote me on that. I'm not sure. And we mean no offense to Mormons. We don't, I promise. We just don't understand the religion, that's all. (laughs) 
so I think Taylor is giving us permission to throw high fives, but one of the, the best things that's come out of this is these. <laughs> so, so this has just been fantastic, obviously, and they just go on forever. Tom Brady on his way home, realizing that Giselle is a friend of Zach Wilson's mom. <laughs> Yeah. So hopefully the audience was able to see some of those. Checkmate. No, I think it's checkmate, right? Because it's it's uh the guy that his girlfriend's dating's mom. So it's it's okay. So you're gonna sleep with my best friend? Well, I'm gonna sleep with my best friend's mom. Checkmate. Now what? <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. Correct me if I'm wrong, Taylor, but not to keep talking about TV shows this whole episode, but Euphoria told me that sex is the currency of the youth now. I don't know if that's true or what's going on there, but that's what Euphoria said. Zendaya made it very clear. <laughs> so, yeah, I think it's jocular, uh, Wes, as well. I mean, we've both been in locker rooms. We know what locker rooms are like. I think it's also the, envi that, that, the, the, the environment he's in for something like that. His teammates are going to be like, all right, I see you, player. I see you. He's rich and famous. <laughs> well, to, to tell you about this, and Wes is saying, you know, they're in the locker room. We know they're Mormon. If they find out, if the board of BYU finds out you're having premarital sex, they will kick you out of school. They did it to one of their best basketball players on their best chance to make a run in the NCAA tournament. They kicked him off the team before the NCAA tournament because they found out he was having sex. Mm hmm.
Yeah. I think in the court of a public... Go ahead, Wes. Yeah, in the court of public opinion, Zach Wilson won this round, girlfriend. Like, Zach Zach Wilson came out, I guess pun intended, on top. But... (laughs) (laughs) yeah he wouldn't have cared if he came out on bottom or came out on top as long as he came but uh we cannot end this week's episode without uh i don't want to without giving kelsey plum a major congratulations for winning the all-star game mvp for the WNBA. and i can't leave out the kraken wes we gotta win we got a big win The next Ken Griffey. You got to be careful with that praise. He's <laughs> Ken Griffey's the best player. Well, Alex Rodriguez, just because was he, I don't know. Would you call Alex Rodriguez or Ken Griffey Jr. The best player in Mariners history or Randy Johnson? Ken, it's always going to be Ken. All right. That's true. The backwards hat, the kid. Um, yeah, he made baseball fun in Seattle for sure. And you still see those jerseys, those Ken Griffey Jr. jerseys walking around Seattle. If you walk around Seattle. Yeah, he, he was fantastic. Um, and uh, again, thank you, uh, for joining us here on the sad fan. Congratulations again to Kelsey Plum for that all-star MVP. Congra- congratulations to the Kraken for locking up Shane Wright. And if you guys want to talk with us more, we're available to you. Well, maybe not Wes yet. He says if you can find his Twitter, he will give you $100 on the spot. So when you find his Twitter, make sure you send him your Venmo so he can Venmo you that $100. But as for me, you could reach me at The Sad Fan or The Sad Fan Podcast on Twitter. You could also reach me at The Sad Fan on Instagram. And if you're following our YouTube channel, please comment. We would love to interact with you. We'd love to know where the best taco salad is, if it's at Vought Tower or if it's at Trump Tower. So keep an eye when this video is posted uh, and drop a comment. Let us know because I will put a poll there. I will say who has the best taco salads. Um, Keep an eye on our Twitter as well, uh, the Sad Fan Podcast Twitter, and I'll drop a poll there. Who has the best taco salads? That should be coming out later today. Uh, Taylor, where can they find you? they loved every second of it and Wes do you want to add anything before we jump off here all right cheers Zach everybody have a wonderful day thank you so much for joining us